Welcome to Authentico. This is Gabriela. And Junior. Back to the drawing board. This podcast is created with you in mind, the Latino professional and business owner determined to succeed. Por eso conversamos en dos idiomas and discuss a wide range of topics. As diverse as our audience and provide you with tools and resources. Esperemos que les guste. All right, today estamos aquí nuevamente con ustedes en Auténtico Podcast, trayéndoles nuestros, nuestras, ¿cómo se dice? Thoughts. Pensamientos. Nuestros pensamientos y también nuestras ideas de cómo hemos manejado ciertas cosas. Así es que, pues, muy emocionados de estar aquí con ustedes este, para tener una conversación y abri, abrir la conversación a más. Soy Gabriela Ramírez Arellano de Auténtico Podcast y conmigo está Junior Lara. ¿Cómo estás? Estoy muy bien, Gaby. Ya que empezaste en español, entonces déjame seguir de la corriente eh, practicando mi español. Yo estoy muy bien. Eh, ya como me han oído decir varias veces, es, es, uh, es una pasión que tenemos tú y yo que, que la verdad que se descubrió después que Empezamos el podcast hablando aquí con la gente y, y todo es una conversación, es cosa como tú dices, que son pensamientos de nosotros. So nosotros nos, nos gusta que, que la gente le está gustando la cosa. Sí, ¿verdad? Sí. Porque de eso se trata. Sí, entonces ahí seguimos. Ahí seguimos. So today we are talking about money, money, money. Money, money, money. Creemos que somos cantantes. <risa> No, pero en realidad este, queremos hablar hoy acerca de por qué es tan difícil hablar del dinero, no solo en nuestros negocios, pero también en nuestras carreras profesionales. Sí, ¿por qué será? Eh? ¿Por qué será que es tan difícil a, a, hablar de dinero? Yo, como tú sabes, Carol, la, la esposa mía, para aquellos que no sepan, es dueña de su propio negocio y... Y obviamente el, el tema de, de dinero es algo que, obviamente, como una business owner, ella y yo hemos hablado acerca de eso, ¿verdad? Entonces, ella me dice a mí que para los creatives es bien difícil eh, hablar de dinero y, y, y pedir la clase de pago que, por ejemplo, de verdad ellos se merecen. Pero mientras más conozco más business owners y mientras más hablo con profesionales, lo más que me doy cuenta que no solamente para los creatives, es que para todo el mundo en general, el tema del dinero sea negociando tu salario o eh, poniendo los precios correctos que te mereces a tu producto o servicio. Eso es algo que la mayoría de nosotros we struggle with a lot. Right, right. And I would say I'm looking at a bunch of different articles and a lot of them talk about um, the research, the research about... Um, that money is scary, right? So it's a money can be a sense of security for many of us mm -hmm. and a sense of identity. And so when those things are threatened, we don't want to talk about it, right? So like in my own experience, and I've admitted to this before, um, when I was married and we had money and then I got divorced and didn't have a cent, I buried my head in the sand. I didn't want to see the facts, right? And I think that a lot of times the discussions that we don't have are about money are because we don't want to know. Mm -hmm. We don't always want to face the fact that either we're not making enough money in our business or that we're not charging enough for our services or even in, in a professional um, setting, 
did we do ourselves a disservice when the recruiter said, what's the salary that you expect? And then we came in lower than we thought, or we feel like we're not getting paid enough. Because we wanted to get picked, right? Like, I mean, just like with most jobs, you're, you're obviously portraying your best self out there. And, and you and I were talking about this before we started recording, but a lot of times the question of money, except for a recent example, but for the most part, uh, that's usually towards the end of the conversation. So now you've, you've told them why they should pick you. You've told them about um, the decisions that led to that interview. You told them about your expertise uh, and I was like, okay, what's your expectation? What's your range? Uh, or as it happens sometimes, how much are you looking to make? Well, they just ask you the direct question. Uh, and I feel like a lot of it comes from um, just the way that the, that everything's set up nowadays. It just it makes it weird for us to talk about it. But also, I feel like our own biases could also get in the way of having that conversation. You yeah. know, like, um, I, uh, I mean, everything that we do in this podcast is is very authentic to ourselves. So I'm going to just flat out and say that growing up, we didn't have a lot, right? Money um, was always scarce, scarce when I was growing scarce. up. Scarce, thank you. It was scarce when I was, when I was growing up, you know? So the topic of money um, for the longest time is still to this day, it's still kind of weird for me to talk about, right? Because it's that uneasy, like that feeling that you mentioned, you know, like when you went from, you know, being married, having a decent amount of money to not having anything. It's like, you don't want to talk about it. For me, I was brought up not talking about it and hoping that avoiding it will make it go away. And that doesn't work. It doesn't work, right? So when when someone, when someone was asking me in the past, and really um, still to this day, you know, like, how much are you looking to get paid? That's a very uneasy question for me. It, 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 for me, I would say that one of the most... Uh, stressful part of interviewing is talking about money and asking um, the the recruiter for what I feel I deserve, right? So um, I think that, you know, that the, those biases, those past experiences can get in the way of, of you either a business owner or you business professional really advocating for yourself, either for your product or service or um what you deserve based on what you bring to the table to a company. Yeah, and then I want to say also to, hablando de negocios como tú dijiste, con mm. lo, a veces los creativos no, no saben cobrar o no quieren cobrar porque se les hace algo instinto, ¿no? Like, me duró cinco minutos hacer esto, so no creo que valga mucho. Sí. Pero duraste 20 años perfectando esa arte para mm -hmm. que quedara así en cinco minutos. Um, también es importante ver los estados financieros, que a veces también en un negocio es difícil aceptar porque uno no quiere ver la realidad. O aunque es, veas la realidad, ¿qué vas a hacer con esa información? Sí. ¿No? Entonces creo que por muchas razones es difícil hablar del dinero. Y pues esta primera conversación creo que es importante de empezar a sentirnos cómodos con esa conversación. Um, y realmente no vamos a mejorar si no sabemos dónde estamos. Entonces, en esta semana es tiempo de sacar sus cuentas de banco, de ver dónde están. No necesariamente porque tiene que cambiar, pero simplemente para saber que en octubre, octubre o noviembre de 2019 estaba en estos números. Y así puedo yo hacer planes para mejorar los números, ¿no? Entonces, en lo del trabajo también es importante 
tener esa conversación para sentirnos cómodo cuando nos pregunten esa pregunta, cuando nos hagan la pregunta. Porque si uno no sabe su valor, o aunque lo sepa, pero nos da vergüenza o nos da miedo este, vocalizarlo con un número, pues eso tampoco nos ayuda. Y especialmente cuando uno está empezando su carrera, creo que es importante entrar en un rango de salario del que uno realmente esté para su valor. Porque si entras muy bajo, esa primer, primera o segunda posición va a definir el futuro de tu carrera en cuanto a tu ingreso. Sí, y, y quiero eh, retroceder un poco, porque tú dijiste, you know, esta semana mira tu dinero, like do your, uh, run your numbers, right? Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to change, and I feel like that's powerful, right? Because um, I feel like a big reason why we want as a business owner, we want to avoid looking at the numbers is because the numbers could potentially show that we're not being as successful as we thought we were. Or that now that we finally um, took the leap and decided to pursue our own business, um, our own passion, uh, that we're bleeding, that we're really hemorrhaging. And we don't want to confront those facts because if those, if those numbers aren't good, then that means I have to go back to work. I have to go back to corporate America, right? Um, but I feel that knowing knowing where you are and and deciding to stay with it, I feel like that's still powerful. You know what I mean? Like avoiding it doesn't help you. Knowing where you are and confidently saying, you know what? It is what it is. I'm just negative. <laughs> I'm really negative, but I'm going to own it, right? I'm going to run with it. This is me. This is who I am today. Um, but it, next week, I want to be at a different right, number. Right, but hopefully, right. Hopefully, you want to go closer to zero if you're on the negative so you can start going to the positive side. Um, but I feel like, you know, again, it, it all goes back to that, that taboo, right? Like, for the most part, what do they say you don't talk about at work? Like, politics, uh, you don't talk about salary, you don't talk about sex, right? Like, those are big, big taboo topics, you know? And I feel, I feel that that's because, um, like, what's the true measure of financial independence? Like, when you think about it, you know, if, you're, if you ask the person... Uh, who's homeless, I think that they will tell you to have a house. If you ask the person who has a house, I think that they will tell you to have a bigger house. And the person who has the bigger house, probably the person who is traveling, right? Mm -hmm. So like, unlike health, for example, where you know what a healthy cholesterol number is, it's really hard to put a number on what financial independence truly is. And I don't mean, you know, an unrealistic number, like saying, oh, if I had a hundred million hundred million dollars here that I'm going to be financially independent. Would you really? Like, would you? Or would you have, you have uh, two, 200, 200 million dollars worth of debt? You know what I mean? So I feel like that's it. First of all, of course, the, the, the way that you raise um, could also play a big part, but also just the fact that it's really hard to put a solid number on what financial dependence is or like what you're trying to get Um, and how you know you're there when it comes to money, you know, and, and I feel like that in itself makes it really uncomfortable to talk about. Right. And I was just reading an article, I forgot where, but they were talking about, you know, now with the internet, Google has everything. Um, <laughs> but they were talking about how it's such a detriment that people don't talk about their salaries with their coworkers because it could just open conversation and help you feel more comfortable and or 
have you gauge like am i being valued where i'm at does it make sense for me to go somewhere else or like oh wow they really value me because we're all making you know a, a, like you said, the number subjective, but a number that you're comfortable with. Y por eso creo que es tan importante saber su valor, right? So, hablando de Google, podemos empezar a investigar qué, qué, qué rango de salario en esta misma posición le pagan a otras personas en este estado, o en el Midwest, o en, en todo Estados Unidos, o en el país en que uno esté. So, por lo menos tenemos esos como medidores para empezar a ver ¿Dónde podemos empezar? Igual con nuestros productos. Si, si uno vende servicios de fotografía o de video o vendo, hago pasteles, yo puedo investigar las otras personas que están en la misma industria a cómo están dando ellos los productos, uh -huh. ¿no? No más para empezar. No quiere decir que yo voy a hacer lo mismo, pero sí creo que, como dijiste tú, mucho de eso regresa a nuestra niñez. And all habits die hard. So if in your family you never talked about money or it was you know, you knew not to ask your mom because we didn't have any money, um, then you can continue to carry that forward and you're bringing it now into your current life. So at what time, and I think now is a good time. Like I said, for me, when I got divorced, it was life-changing because I could no longer bury my head in the sand and pretend that I wasn't struggling because yeah. I didn't have any money, right? So when you have nothing, you're stressed out all the time. And I finally just had to be at peace with the fact that I don't have money mm -hmm. and I'm going to try to figure out how to live within these means until I can, you know, get a reliable job and get a place to live. So, I mean, there's small steps, but I mean, I even think back, in fact, now that I'm thinking about it, you're making me reminisce. Mm -hmm. So about 10 years ago, now I first filed for divorce and I remember that I didn't have a car because my ex had decided he wanted to keep it. And so I couldn't, I had bad credit because it had just been the financial drop and we hadn't paid a lot of credit cards because he had been unemployed, but I couldn't afford and I couldn't get a, cre a car on credit. Mm -hmm. So I got this little Dodge Intrepid Junker for like $800 that my dad let me borrow. It had no AC and no air conditioning. Oof. And no AC and no heat. Mm. Oh my gosh. And so this was like June. So it was hot in Michigan. And I would drive an hour to work in traffic. By the time I got to work, I was like a sweaty, hot mess. Mm -hmm. Right? So now 10 years later, the other day, I went somewhere and the guy's like, oh my gosh, you've got perfect credit. And it just like clicked to me that you do come out of bad situations Um, but it takes a little while. Yeah. It's not going to happen overnight. But I also was very conscious about, okay, I need to fix my situation. What am I going to do? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> First of all, congratulations. That's a huge accomplishment. Um, both both the divorce <laughs> and the upgrading credit and cars. Right. We're just talking about that. The car piece. I mean, um, so... I kind of want to go back a little bit to something that you said. Um, and, and you were talking about um, like talking about money and salaries. Like, what were you saying? Like, talking about money, that it helps you understand like what the averages are. Something. I mean, you said it just a few minutes ago. Yeah. So, like, t the, the research I was looking at was talking about how talking to your coworkers about their salaries helps you really truly see 
if the if you're being valued. Okay, perfect. And if you ask for the right salary, because a lot of times it's not the company that doesn't value us, but it's all a business, right? So if you come in ten thousand under what they wanted to pay, that's on you. That's ten. What? Well, that's also ten thousand the company saved, right? right? Uh, so the reason I I wanted to go back to that was because um, as um, we were looking um, and preparing for this uh, for this conversation. I saw a New York Times article um, that's uh, we're going to be putting in in the um, talk notes, but it's uh, we're all afraid to talk about money. Here's how to break the taboo. Oh. Um, but this was actually one of at least ten different articles that, that I looked at, right? But one of the things that that um, that they said uh, that that's a benefit to talk about money, and I want to want to make sure that I. Um, quoted um, correctly here we are so in that quote and, and again I'm gonna, we're going to post this in the episode notes but it says not talking about money can have sweeping social effects like stopping women from getting equal pay for equal work in the workplace how powerful is that yeah, and that's kind of what I was referring to, that if you start right. your first job way under, right. then it's going to take you years, if ever, to catch up to your male counterpart. Right, right. So, yeah, there was a, this article actually pointed out to a lawsuit that uh, Google had made against them by some ex-employees, women employees, uh, who found out that they were getting paid a lot less than their counterparts, not just at Google, but across the industry. So, again, not talking about pay and, and <clears throat> with the coworkers could truly have a negative effect on your next career because you're always going to be one to two steps behind the industry standard, right? So, I mean, it, it's such an important topic, uh, not just as a business owner, but a, um, a business professional to, to be okay with talking about money. Right. And you know what? Um, as you start the conversation, uh Make it easy on yourself. I mean, talk about ranges, right? Like you don't have to say, you know, I make forty five point nine nine nine, right? Like the ranges, you know, like that. I feel like that can help start the conversation with, hey, you know, like I'm just curious. Like, right. <laughs> uh, also are we like- all making the same money? Like, are we all are we all in the range of, you know, forty four thousand? <laughs> <laughs> And then be holding your fingers that you're not lower than they are. Right. <laughs> I also feel like it's very stressful, right? So I think that a lot, creo que la razón, en mi opinión y en mi experiencia, la razón de que a veces no hablamos es porque nos causa mucho estrés y nos hace avergonzarnos, right? So there's a certain level of stress and embarrassment or shame if you feel or you're judging yourself against other people and you don't want to share it because you feel like you're the only one going through it. Believe you me, everybody has money issues at some point or another. The beautiful thing too is that stuff happens and stuff changes. So just because you have money issues right now does not mean you're going to have money issues that the rest of your life, but you do have to do something about it. Right. You can't just sit there waiting and hoping that, oh, Gabriela said things will change. Well, we got to do something toward that change. Yeah. So I want to commit you and I to doing something for our listeners. Oh my gosh. Um, We're always committing to something. <laughs> well, so here's here's my my challenge. So if you've been listening to the last few episodes, uh, you, you probably heard us give you a challenge towards the end, right? Um, and because we know that this this topic can be taboo, I mean, it's 
um, there are articles out there about them, right? And we recognize that ourselves. Uh, if you're uncomfortable with having the conversation, or you want to, you, you want help starting the conversation, reach out to us. Yes. Yeah, I reach out to us. Yeah, let's do that. Let's help you practice getting it out there and give you some personalized tools related to your personal individual situation to help you have that conversation either with your coworkers or potential business partners. Yeah, so I mean, and don't feel like we're going to be judgy because we no, won't. No, no, not you at all. You can reach out to us in email, even just a, a message on Facebook if that's easier. Mm -hmm. Really, the goal is to just get you to start having the conversation, to break the habits. Los hábitos que tenemos de hace muchísimo tiempo son bien difícil de, de cambiar. Y también, I also think that we have to have a conversation about what's our value. Yeah. And we promise to keep your information, your information confidential. So whatever we talk about with you stays between us. Exactly. All right. So there you go. We're going to talk about money on other subjects. I mean, another episode just because i think that this is a great topic that has some follow-up but this is just the very beginning all right so remember to follow us so we are on facebook instagram twitter we have our dot com page autenticopodcast.com uh and we want to hear from you uh so if you like what you're hearing uh if you're listening to us on itunes or any of the other um podcast platforms that allows you to give us a rating give us five stars give us a thumbs up uh on facebook if you're liking what you're hearing just drop us a note and says hey good job with this episode really enjoy it that helps us understand uh what you guys are listening to and what which topics more resonate with you because we want to create more content related to that because at the end of the day we love what we do we enjoy it but we also want to make sure that we're delivering value to you our listeners So thank you so much for tuning in. Adios. Adios.